You gonna use a pop filter this time, Jordan, or are you just gonna free ball? Dude, I set my shit to where it sounds pretty good. <laughs> and pop filter. The list. listeners can deal with the plosives. The plosives. Well, it's a good thing that our topic doesn't have any T's or S's in the name, so <laughs> there won't be Not a lot exactly. of those. <laughs> Dude, I need to buy one of the things. I don't like this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it looks this really dumb. You got to do streamer setup from the side. Jordan, like send this. that. Set that again. Put it in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right, let's do a okay. clap. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the boardroom, where we openly lie to each other for our entertainment. We'll each present an obscure topic, but the twist is, they could be real or fake. It's our job, and yours, to figure out who's full of shit. All information should be taken with a grain of salt, because even the facts are probably wrong. I like your, uh, I don't know if it's a sweatshirt or a sweater, but I like it, Kyle. It's a sweater. I got it at a pop-up shop. Try I saying that without a pop like filter. Hey. Sing. He's uh, he's, a, he's a New York boy. It's nice. I also did technically sleep in it last night and then wore it all day today. So, bro, it probably smells like Miller and piss. No, <laughs> just a little smoky. Oh, okay. What's we, the uh, difference between Miller and piss? Sing. Sing. The carbonation. Yeah, it's true. I'm just kidding. I like Miller. I do too. Yeah, we haven't had our heat turned on yet. So it was a little chilly <laughs> in the Grandillo residence, and um, we bought a little space heater radiator. Mm-hmm. Thing is working oval time which, out there. Let me tell which you. one of nice. you all? I think it's you, right, Kyle? That are the like I'm waiting as long as I can to turn on. That's the air Emmy. Conditioner. I don't. Oh, that's do Emmy. That. I'm that's like, fucking dumb. I'm like the second I'm a little chilly, the heat's going on. Yeah, dude, the heat yeah. is on. The heat do nice. be on. Yeah. Um. I yeah I'm like I'm a walking space heater so I usually don't need yeah. the heat but no dude why past and future guest and host and uh, roommate of current roommate of me and sharer of the uh, name Wyatt Ward uh, <laughs> fellow Wyatt is is the kind of person who likes to have a house so hot in the me winter too. me too so that he doesn't need to wear a shirt oh, dude. or whatever okay, well, so when he's just that. hanging out. I'm just like, hey, can we like turn the heat down? And he's just like, and he's like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it's 78 degrees. I in like here. wearing a hoodie at the house. I feel comfy and cozy. Exactly. I, like that I really need to go uh, into the winter clothes storage because they're all packed away <laughs> for space. And now I don't uh-huh. have any. This is that's why I'm wearing this two days in a row because it's literally like <laughs> the only long sleeve thing I have that isn't buried next to Christmas decor. And right, God, other, I can't wait to put that shit, shit out, dude. I love Christmas, but I'm also a freeze baby, so I yeah, need, I need, cause a little popsicle with legs. It's so <laughs> cold in this room because we closed the door into the bedroom to just keep the living room yeah. warm, and it is like 20 degrees colder in this room. Uh. I have my hands in my pockets right now. <laughs> You're <laughs> oh gonna God. never, I don't think you've taken your socks off since you moved to New York, have you? I mean, I seldom do anyway. I'm glad it'll be finally cool in that room because it when it's hot and we can't have the ac on it's toasty oh boy it's it's, it's tough mm-hmm. i was working on some music hot. last night and it was the exact opposite problem i i was thinking of jordan when you guys played that show outside and after a song <laughs> you're like my fingers are so fucking cold right into the mic <laughs> i was literally sitting here playing guitar and my <laughs> hands are hurting because my fingertips are so cold it and like sucks. trying to press but hopefully they'll turn that on soon or else that's against the law. 
Yeah. Dang. Folks, I'm drinking Waterloo seltzers. Wow. Um, peach flavor. I might run to the bodega after this and get one of those. I'm a little uh I'm 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 a little hungover. Ooh. Uh cool. girlfriend of the pod, Bree and I went to past and future guest Ryan and his fiance Mariana's uh engagement party last night. Happy and engagement. I had five martinis. Wow. Good God. Yeah. Dirty. It was shaken not stirred. No. Vodka with a twist. Ah, Word. that's your that's, that's your order. I forgot. I forgot. And it's and it's like kind of a little crummy day out. So yeah, we, it it's been crummy. like a nice day to just kind of like relax and do nothing. Just recluse. Just chill. Also, you guys don't live far from each other, and we're doing a full remote thing. We're being safer now than we ever were during COVID. That's true. Exactly. I feel yeah. kind of bad complaining about the rain. I mean, though, like the rain sucks for sure. <laughs> it does for everyone. But I'm like, man. Florida had to get destroyed by a hurricane, and now my whole weekend is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and now I can't enjoy the outshine. Yeah, it's like it was already a little chilly. Now it's cloudy and freezing. Now it's gloomy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to change my shirt. Now all I want to do is take a nap. I have to wear Boy. a raincoat, and it doesn't even look that good. Um, but yeah, so we figured let's do a little Sunday record. We're getting way ahead of this bad boy. Wait, is this for and the following Monday? Yeah, yeah dude. Not even for tomorrow. Dang. Not even for tomorrow. I mean, no. if it was for tomorrow, we wouldn't be. Re- we would say, <laughs> hey, be. we're going to come out with an we'll episode later this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Guys, we have Jake and Mal and Colin over here, and I'm really nervous about yelling come a lot. Is there a lot of cum in your talk in your topic today? There really isn't, actually. Now that you say it, I think there's no cursing. Wow! Wow! We'll see. That's amazing. We'll see. we'll see. That's a first. And no cursing of topic, and no cum is two very different things. Makes right, Jordan right. a happy camper. <laughs> what are we doing, Wyatt? Speaking of our topic, what are we doing? We're talking transit today, like the band. Yes, exactly, like the band. Word. Um, We're uh, yeah. Kyle's Kyle's picking up his toy train. My replica seven train. Jesus. Why the seven train? I didn't pick it. I just looked up the number on it. Oh, so it's even nerdier. It doesn't even have a little seven sign. You just looked up the serial number of the train. What's really dumb is they put one on there and they gave you a bunch of little stickers so you could put your favorite one on there. Uh So I just put the L on there because that's like where I live. L's my favorite too. Yeah, it it was just kind of, it made me feel like, okay, I just bought a children's toy. Like that comes with stickers to customize. It was a low (laughs) moment. Not gonna lie, but I'm, yeah, I'm happy yeah. I have it. I'm I'm glad I went for it. I had to go into one of those god awful tchotchke shops near like Bryant mm. Park that has all the like New York fucking city graffiti <laughs> airbrush shirts. Shit. You know, I had to go in there and be like the ones that say like "Give me a fucking pizza, you cunt." Like, yeah, <laughs> shit. That's like, it's what like, are you even? Way too intense. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is this? I saw Whoa. one one of those the other day. That was just like a picture of like a cartoon of a speeding taxi cab, and it was. I survived my trip to New York City, and it's like, oh god, that's so yeah, cringe. that's kind of cool. funny. We should all have get fun those. going back to Topeka, yeah, or wherever <laughs> so the fuck you live. Wyatt and Jordan, both mediums, or <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, give me an XL so I can sleep in it. Aww. Um, this is ninety. We're doing transit. 
Uh, and it's Finally. a thing that Kyle loves to do. Trans, or loves yeah. to talk about and yeah. talk at people <laughs> do about. transit. And I'm going to do mine on the knowledge as it <gasps> relates to London cabbies. And I'll, I'll wow. just leave it at that. I'm going to go first. I've been intrigued since you said that. Going first. Uh, I'm going to do mine on new transit or micromobility. Oh. Whoa. We'll get into it. Like micro machines? Micromobility. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I am doing mine on Michael Mobility. On the time that the the auto industry got involved with a couple of transit systems at the Disney parks that they weren't so fond of. Wow. Uh-oh. Incredible. And there's I, I already warned Jordan and Wyatt, and I will warn our listeners thusly. Faithful listeners. Um you could call me Dove because I'm on my soapbox on this one. So if you want to just skip my topic, this is your this is your trigger warning now. Um, I'm very Honestly, same, That's very fair. self-righteous. Uh, so just be prepared for that. Oh, good. Yeah. And you said you had to cut it back a little bit. I too, cut right? a lot out. Yeah. And no, nothing <laughs> of the actual topic, just like the two paragraphs before and after my topic had to get. Bro, had good. to get some of, book report? some of my manifestos out of there. <laughs> right. Jesus. You had to get rid of your intro and conclusion paragraphs yeah. and just have the first, second, and third. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Alexander it, Hamilton over there. It was really like I had get to it go back. Because he wrote a lot. Yeah. I nice. Got it. Okay, good, good. It's like I had to go yeah. back and like put jokes in instead of rants yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about car free cities and things like Shit, that. Shit, I'm not just talking to my friends. They yeah. want to laugh a little. Right. Right. This is for the comedy pod. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start mine. It's called The Knowledge. Of London cabbies, in it. They just played a football <laughs> game in London, so this is perfect. There you go. It's cool. exactly about that. <laughs> Let's pop over to the pond for another topic about the UK. You can feel free to blame my family for the amount of British-centric topics I've had. They seem to love it over there, and I think it's fine. Oh, you gave it a lot of thumbs up for being just fine. You did. That's, that's true. true. But I was bored and abroad with my family. So, you know, I had to find a way to make it fun. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Check my Instagram if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, how many times have you found yourself at Piccadilly Circus and you've got to get across town to Soho to get to a new club opening? Six. Well, <laughs> sure, you could take the tube. But why not just wave your chimney sweep cap and flag down a man named Reginald or Arthur in their signature black caps? I don't know half the words you just said. He doesn't know Reginald. <laughs> what's, a, what's a fucking chimney? Or the word name. <laughs> <laughs> the cabbies of London are amongst the best in the world. You can ask them to take you literally wherever you want to go in the greater London area, and they will get you there with no questions asked. Isn't that what taxi drivers do? That's because in order to become a licensed (laughs) taxi driver, (laughs) each driver has to possess, quote, the knowledge. The knowledge is a complete understanding of the city of London and everything in it, from its streets to its landmarks, down to each individual furniture shop and tattoo parlor. Huh. Kind of crazy, wow. right? Kind of crazy. It's like the it's like chefs at McDonald's knowing about the secret menu when you ask. God dang. I mean, it, it isn't unlike that. I'll give you points for that. I kind of have to make analogies to make anything make sense. <laughs> Jordan, I would have thought you would say in and out because of L.A. That's fair, honestly. Now, I know what you're thinking. 
this is fucking stupid. We live in the 21st century. Yeah. Why would somebody have to do all that when I've got Google Maps in my pocket? I was thinking about it. Well, that. Jordan, it sounds like you failed every math test that wouldn't let you use a calculator. <laughs> it sounds like you're pretty fucking mean. So <laughs> I dare you. Go hail any cab in New York City or whatever city has taxis and ask them to take you somewhere specific. They will ask you to give them the cross streets, a.k.a. basically making you drive, and then put it into their phone. That's not The phone will is. crap out, or they'll miss a turn, <laughs> and they'll yell at the phone. Plus, they'll be herking and jerking on the gas and brakes so much, you throw up your dirty water sabret hot dog. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, it's it's a fucking nightmare in New York. These I, guys, uh, they don't know what they're doing. I and whenever Emmy tells me about something in the neighborhood she finds, and I always go, "Oh, that sounds cool." What's the cross street? She's like, "Literally, never ask me that. I never know the answer. <laughs> I'll never She's tell like, you. I, I don't know, and I will never know." Exactly. Whereas I could say my address in London. And they would be like, well, that's not in London, but I could do it the same thing if you were doing it in, in London. You know what I mean? You could give can them you, a specific address and they New would York have City. to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas if you ask Boris to take you to the Nando's in Scoozy Bopsit Square, he'll say, tally ho, governor. Tamp out his pipe and tell you a lovely tale about the English countryside of Dordan Pops. All the yelling he'll be doing is at the other drivers. Because what's more charming than a British person yelling at another person? They talk so funny over they just, there. They just, oi, oi. Oi, oi. Get the fuck out of the road, cunt. <laughs> you can't. You're a cunt, innit? <laughs> there you go. Okay. Right. That's it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It sounds like you've watched a couple seasons of Love Island. Yeah. Team, team. Fuck, what's his stupid fucking name? Davide. Davide. <laughs> nice. He's a good uh, Instagram follow. He's weird. Yeah, he's funny. He always smiles like he's a cadaver. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Agreed to be one of the most difficult tests in the world, the average London taxi driver studies for two to four years before they finally pass the test, which okay. only one in five pass. Wow. That is the same amount of people that pass the Navy SEAL test. One in so five. London cabbies are basically the same as our, Navy SEALs. Our Navy Got SEALs. Yeah. So I'm wondering, do they get paid well? Or like, why the fuck would you... We'll get there. We'll, we'll get to it? Okay, cool. We'll get Good. to it. Since there are over 25,000 streets in London, cabbies find the best way to study is to drive around the city on a scooter and map out different routes. Each driver is given the, the London Taxi and Private Hire book which serves as their bible this has maps as well as specific traffic patterns that change throughout the day that are helpful to know if you want to drive people around efficiently that sounds cool in preparation for the test it's not uncommon for drivers to log 50,000 plus miles around the city of london on a motorbike or on foot as they explore study and memorize its layout wow the LTPH states to, I'm going to put some nice little music under this. For sure. To achieve the required standard to be licensed as an all London taxi driver, you will need a thorough knowledge primarily of the area within a six mile radius of Charing Cross. You will need to know all the streets, housing estates, parks and open spaces, government offices and departments, financial and commercial centers, 
registry offices, hospitals, places of worship, sports stadiums and leisure centers, stations, hotels, clubs, cinemas, art galleries, schools, colleges and universities, places of interest for tourists, etc. In fact, anywhere a taxi passenger might be asked to take. Jesus. So they okay. got to know well, you run that all back, that got shit. Lost. So yeah, can you just do the beginning, <laughs> middle, and end part again? Yeah. That'd be great. So I, I feel like why, why don't they just use their phone? That's a good question. Or, or like I get like not just going flying blind, but like why don't they just like use their phone for like the one they might not know and then just have sure. the knowledge for the rest? I think we'll get to it in the end, but okay. like... It is something that's kind of phasing out. Sure. But it's Seems like a like tradition thing. Yeah. It's a tradition thing, and it's one of those things that they're like still take pride in and stuff, you know? And also, it's again like having the, um, not having like a calculator for a math test because you're not allowed to have one. Like knowing yeah, but, the thing. But it even is that's like that. kind of dumb. It is dumb. It's like, I'm never going to not be able to do that. It's like I had yes. a I had a college professor that was like he was like you can use literally whatever you want on the test because like if you were working in this field there would never be a time where you would be asked to repair something and say Ever. but you're not allowed to look up like this right. scheme like the resistor color code <laughs> scheme or something it's like I don't give a shit if you memorize that that's stupid no it's yes. fucking dumb but, I think that's sorry. it's like a no, I, I agree. I think it's like just a, a complaint about education or whatever, yeah, but I think it, it makes sense so that you have the knowledge of whatever you're trying to do, and then if you don't know where to go, you can just pop it in your phone or whatever. But if you someone takes asks you to, to go to the Nando's and Scoozy Bops It Square, you can just be like, all right, we're on our way, rather than taking a second to do the whole thing. Hey, Siri, yeah. where's Nando's? Um, there are several rounds to each test, each of them rather conversational, almost like an interview. The examiner gives the testee two <laughs> specific points, a start and a stop, and then asks them to drive there in their mind. The hopeful cabbie <laughs> must name every street and turn they would take to get there, all while the examiner traces the route on a map. Interesting. Uh, and then I also wrote pause for questions or further explanation. Do I feel like know? I, I I'm feel like I up. could do that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah. Not at like a high level, but I, I feel like I already kind of do that in my mind. I, I right, drive exactly. there in my mind. Whenever we're trying to sit or whenever we were sitting at your guy's place in Nashville thinking of places to eat for lunch or dinner, I would just drive through Nashville in my mind to be like, okay, what's in this part of town yeah, or whatever. For yeah. sure. Um, so the test is not how, not about how you, the cabbie would specifically drive the route. There are too many variables that can occur on day and date of an actual trip. The test is about how well, you know, the map of London and the goal is to create the tightest and most efficient route from point A to point B. You want each finish, uh, you want to finish each problem with the straightest line possible through the labyrinth of London's thousand year old streets. A thing Subwaydle could learn a thing or two. True. About. Shots Dang. fired and deserved. Folks, play Subwaydle. It's a fucking, fucking nightmare. Don't. It's a grift. Did you do the one today? 
No, of course. It was I, absurd. I can't. I, can't. I don't a, do any dolls anymore. None? Yeah, I, I stopped. None. I, I'm in with a, a, a dull chat with the in-laws, so yeah, you know, gotcha. got to keep That's up cool. appearances. Yeah. Uh, you were supposed to do all this while also maintaining a full conversation, just as you would be doing while driving passengers around, too. <laughs> I'd get so stressed out. How's your? What's your fucking sister's name again? Is it a left here? <laughs> Once a driver passes the test, they are given the coveted green badge and allowed to drive the city. What is what is going on? Are you fucking popular and busy right now? Are you guys hearing this? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Folks, Kyle, we're just hearing. to Emmy, this <laughs> sucks. This isn't funny. Yeah. I don't know why I do this anymore. I'm going to come to Chicago with you. <laughs> Hold the plane. Uh, I'm on my way. <laughs> send me a pic of titties. <laughs> Sure, this may be a thing that's on the decline due to the improvement of AI and GPS technology. But it's tradition. (laughs) And tradition has never stopped Britain from remaining in the past. Seize the death of the queen. Dude. Yeah. They they sang um God Save the King before the football game today. God save the king. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and they they, they sang the national the American national anthem and like they had this opera singer sing it and like Ooh. she had a very good opera voice. That's where I'll, that all? Oh, that's where I'll leave it. <laughs> okay. Um he's like Kyle's like she's no Carrie Underwood. <laughs> I know. Sunday night. I'm going to have to get off here pretty soon. Speaking that's about of, to come yeah. on. We got an hour. Um but um, all right, I'm I'm wrapping up here. I just got some fun facts and quizzes. Oh boy. All this hard work can pay off. This is this is to answer your previous question. Can you guess how much a typical London cab driver makes? Is this in euro or American? No, US in dollars. dollars. It's okay, in sterling. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say they make like seventy k a year. I was gonna say eighty, so I'll stick with eighty. Okay, well, it's forty-five to fifty thousand. <laughs> Why? Well, you misled the fuck us. Would you go to school? For two to four years to drive and make that. I think it's like a status Is it an esteem symbol. thing. Yeah, that's whack. I as think fuck. so. Fuck that's that. super whack. That sucks. Uh, but this compared what? to the $32,000 a New York City cab driver makes, and then you can see if the knowledge is worth How much it. does a New York City cab driver make? 32000 Really? Bro, what? well, yeah. I guess that makes sense now. I don't know why they would yeah. do anything. Okay. Uh, huh. Can you guess how many cabs there are in London? <laughs> like how many cab cars? Yeah, uh, definitely more cab. than ten. I'm gonna say like fourteen hundred. I'm gonna say like fifteen hundred. Twenty-one thousand. What? Good fucking lord! Yeah. I thought I was gonna how be really high after I said yeah. No, it is not even close. Wow. And last thing here, fun fact. The Arctic Monkeys song, Red Light Indicates Doors Are Secure, details the goings-on of a bunch of hooligans having a night on the town. This title gets its name from a small sign on London cab doors that signals the doors are closed and locked. Huh. There you go. That is a fun fact. That is fun. And that's the knowledge of London cabbies, isn't it? So what made you want to do that, Wyatt? Um, not to give anything away, but I've I've heard about it, and it's a kind of an interesting 
It's it's like a real life boardroom topic. All right, word. Dudu Ka. <laughs> Dudu Ka is right. So yeah. I'm gonna say you guys hated. <laughs> no, I, I literally no. I just don't know if it's real or fake. I, I, I think it's fake. Yeah, okay. I'm kind of leaning towards fake. I think but cool. I don't know. Yeah, but that that's that's why you're why I'm giving pause right now. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, what you got? I'm gonna do mine on new transit or micro mobility. Today, I'll be teaching you all a lesson in something I like to call new transit. Obviously, by my enunciation, new is spelled with an umlaut. Oh, I thought it was N-U. It is. Like new with metal. The, yeah, it is with the dot dot. With the, It looks like a smiley yeah. face. Uh, what, <laughs> with a very deep smile. Yes, yeah, with a little drool coming out. What is What is new transit? Well... It is meant to be an innovative urban transport solution aimed at providing short-distance travel options. Layman also refer to this form of transportation as micro-mobility, I guess. But they aren't one of the hosts of a podcast, so fuck them. I'm going to call it New Transit. Nice. Now, when I say New Transit or micro-mobility, I'm referring to a range of small, lightweight vehicles such as bikes, skates, and of course, scooters. Zip, zip. And while I will be touching on all of those things, giving a history and background of timeline, I'm also putting an emphasis on the ride-sharing aspect of these vehicles, such as limes, birds, city bikes, etc. So, strap in, and don't forget your helmet or elbow pads, because this ride might get a little bumpy. Ooh! I wrote that before I started on the history. It's not bumpy, it's boring. <laughs> uh... The year is 1817. The third treaty of San Indelfenso, Spain, just re recently returned Louisiana to France. Wow. Mississippi is being admitted as the 20th state of the U.S. Oklahoma is still 72 years away from being admitted. Damn. You probably smell like shit because showers were still not yet that common in homes. But hey, at least you got your huffy. Just kidding, kind of, because while Huffy bikes were not yet around, <laughs> this is fucking stupid. This is insane. Reliance on the use of micromobility alike was at the forefront of transportation in the U.S., namely scooters and later bicycles. Oh. It was not until Kyle's least favorite year in the history of the world, 1908, that <laughs> cars began to dominate the busy streets of major cities. I was like, like what is 1908? I didn't know I didn't know that date off the top of my head. Now it's you're never gonna forget. Literally in never. fact, since the fateful year of 1908, cars still are the dominant form of transportation. The use no of way. new transit was docked to being used as recreation and sport. But these fun ways of getting around are, as we've seen in the past five or so years, they're coming back strong. Hell yeah. True. Sure, I had us sitting in our 1817 filth, but let's take it back even further. Pals, imagine a world without petals. Now, no. Wyatt, not flower petals, those okay. things that you press with your feetsies. Imagine, <laughs> there was a time before petals. <laughs> Hi, Kirby. <laughs> Wait, so... I'm sure you're going to get into it, but of course. did people just ride bikes like Flintstone style? <laughs> Pretty much, but, but I'll get to it here in a sec. Because that's got to be exhausting. Yeah, fuck that. It's like pedal taverns, but you're not drunk. <laughs> well, no, but it's not like pedal taverns because there are no <laughs> pedals. There aren't pedals. Yeah, they'd say, what's a pedal tavern? Like a tavern tavern? 
I don't know what the sounds you just made with your mouth, but like a tavern? A tavern uh, on wheels <laughs> that they just pushed you down the, the big hill. You had to live at the top of the hill or work <laughs> at the bottom of the hill, you know? <laughs> there was it was a very classist society back then. Right. <laughs> it was a trickle down. In sixteen fifty-five, <laughs> Stephen Farfler, a twenty-two no. year old paraplegic watchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bro. No way. It's like it, it's that, like that. you're trying to find a way to make it unbelievable. In 1655, Stephen Farfler, a 22-year-old paraplegic watchmaker, decided to build the world's first self-propelling chair. A wheelchair, you ask? Yeah. I answer, did I fucking say wheelchair or did I say self-propelling chair? That's right. <laughs> the world's first self-propelling chair. It sat on a three-wheeled chassis controlled by a system of cranks and cogs. <laughs> Several inventions of the like, such as the bath chair, which is similar to the wheelchair, the stroller, and then the scooter followed suit. That's right, folks. The scooter was around before bikes. Why, you ask? Pedals. Pedals. I oh, knew it. I knew damn. it. Good one. Good one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what is the bath chair? The bath. It's <laughs> that's a topic in and of itself. <laughs> it's kind of like a wheelchair. I don't know why the fuck there's a wiki page on bath chair and not wheelchair, but you should look into that. It's fucking stupid. We'll do. It's, we'll do chairs next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> types of chairs. <laughs> God damn. There's that Vsauce video. Do chairs actually exist? And it's like 35 <laughs> minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you've I keep trying to get through once. that video. I, I I did watch it once, but I don't. I didn't retain much of it. Tbh. Honest. I could do something about the Easy Boy. Okay, continue. <laughs> Barca lounger. In like friends. In the later 1800s, some nerd decided that the cranks and cogs that were moving around and around with your hands to propel wheels could also be used with our leg hands or our feet pedals. <laughs> That's when because feet were the, invented. <laughs> because of the invention and use of pedals, brave boy Kyle's li lifelong battle of learning to ride a tricycle became a possibility. From tricycles Such to a bicycles, a tricycle. bicycles <laughs> to quadricycles to quadricycles to those nasty old cars. Like the tape deck or calculator watch, or that old crusty sock between your box spring and mattress, time and evolvement prove that not all good reliable items will have a forever place in our day-to-day -day lives, no matter how cherished. Bro said evolvement. <laughs> <laughs> to me, hindsight proves that short-lived good really might be the key to nostalgia and what become the fondest, warmest of memories. Uh -huh. wow. Just kidding. Let's fucking monetize it. Classic. Let's pivot. Let's pivot to the sharing economy, which seems a bit like an oxymoron here in the States. <laughs> nice. One of the... <laughs> that was one of the, the, the deadness in your eyes as you read your scripted... It's because like, I wrote in ellipses, ha, space, ha, space, ha. <laughs> one of the first instances I could find of a, on a vehicular sharing system was in 1965 in Amsterdam. Classic. Dutch social inventor Lude Schimmelpinnock IKEA acquired <laughs> acquired <laughs> meatballs acquired and painted 50 bicycles left them unlocked and listed his intentions near the bikes 
that they were to be meant for a single trip and then left for someone else. It was called the White Bicycle Plan, and it honestly sounds like such a sweet, smart, inclusive, and helpful thing to give to the community. No pollution, no leasing, just to respect and trust in your fellow neighbor to do the right thing and to not be a dick. In less than a month, every single bike had either been stolen or thrown into one of the nearby canals. Why do fucking people just throw shit? In the 60s, our parents' parents would just throw shit, so we can't even, like, get that much shit for it. The anyway. amount of the amount of bird scooters that I saw dumped off that bridge in downtown Nashville. Uh, fun fact, the White Bike Initiative is still an active movement in some parts of the Netherlands. It wasn't until it needs the some mid- rebranding. I'm going to say that a little much. bit. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until the mid 90s that the US was introduced to bike sharing. This happened first in Portland, Oregon and was at the hands of several environmental activists. Some years later, ideas for dockless bike share and later e-scooters began to grab people's attention around 2017. With the advances in mobile computing, micromobility gained further popularity as a shared mode of transport that can be booked using popular apps on connected mobile devices and smartphones. (laughs) The (laughs) The year 2018, dubbed the year of the scooter... Let's no play way. a game called Where Were You Guys When You First Saw Slash Rode Your First App Powered E Scooter? I was working at the call center in downtown and I had to take yeah. a shuttle. Yeah. I, I first rode my, the first time I rode one was in Denver when we all went Kyle with Kyle and Emmy. That was and that then, same year. Uh, probably 20, first time I saw 19, one, right? though, in the Gulch. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's crazy. It just feels like it's been a part of everything for a minute, but it hasn't. Yeah. No. Um, now, while the micromobility company Lime has been around for quite a while, they primarily were known for their bike sharing. It was the scooter mm-hmm. company Bird that really first took the world by scooter storm. Bird was thought up by Travis Vanderzanden, a former executive at Lyft and Uber. With that in mind, it's pretty fucking obvious why he thought up the idea. In just a year's time, the company was valued at $2 billion. God damn. Yeah. And I know no one wants to talk about it, but like lots of things, COVID-19 sort of fucked things up for the new transit concepts. COVID-19. But... (laughs) Please wait. But <laughs> prevent the spread of COVID-19. <laughs> After taking precautions like firing almost 500 employees on a two-minute Zoom call and radio silence all around, <laughs> these little chirpy <laughs> birds and sour limes have found their way back to the public. Nice. Now, investing in more micro-mobile ideas such as the bird mopeds and lime pod, which is a self-driving uh-huh. shared car, apparently it's fucking out there. I've never seen that. That's a thing. It's like Rebel. Yeah, yeah. Rebel, the Rebel Teslas. Yes, yeah, I read about Rebel, too. Uh, Fun fact, can you all guess the U.S. city with the highest micromobility potential in 2019? Potential? Potential? The highest micromobility that's happening. I don't know why it says that. It's got to be like San Francisco, maybe. Yeah, either that or Denver. Maybe, hold on, I'm going to change my guess. Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's my guess. It's Honolulu. Huh. Surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that is a city, huh? It is a city. They're getting a subway. I think it's in Nebraska or something. Are they? They're getting a mm-hmm. subway? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's in Nebraska. Weird. Uh, Nashville is three. New York is six. LA is nine. 
Anyway, what does Why the future LA? What's hold? So special about that? Shut up. What? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. What does the future hold for all things new transit? Hoverboards? Exclusive underground routes? Well, all of these things are under development and have been for like 10 years now. So uh-huh. I'm not really holding my breath. But <laughs> one thing major cities are trying to do is subsidize shared micromobility to be like public transit. This would make things like shared bikes and scooters safer and more accessible. Already, micro-adjustments are being made in major cities. For instance, Bird has an access program that offers unlimited rides for a $5 a month uh, fee to low-income residents who are on government assistance and even allows riders to pay cash to unlock vehicles via SMS. Isn't that sweet? Very cool. So, while Kyle goes to change his pants... I'm going to go get into some fun facts to close this out. <laughs> fun facts. The job title of the people that are paid to pick up bird and lime scooters off the streets are called juicers. <laughs> fun. I'm having a blast. Know. Are you having fun? Good. In several of the articles I referenced, the writer was a mobility expert by the name of Oliver Solo Wheel. <laughs> He had nothing great to say. I just read it, and he sucked. And I had to add that that was. He's his name. been trying to to get his his uh, motorized <laughs> unicycle business. Yeah, going. He, yes. he inventor of the one wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and a not so fun fact to close us out: oh, between oh. the years of 2017 and 2019, there were an estimated 110,663 deaths relating to motor vehicles. Damn. Between those same years, subway-related fatalities were in the hundreds. Even Disney World, as of this year, has had over 60 deaths. An estimated 60,000 people Whoa. die in London every year. But <laughs> between 2017 just, just and 2019, deaths relating to all micromobility vehicles amounted to 41. So, I don't know about really? you guys... But I think I'll stick to the bike lane this year. Nice. <laughs> Damn. You're going to get me going on so many things. Good. That was that you really brought it home. That was amazing. Dude, I'm glad. That was interesting. I I that was interesting. I'm sus of a lot of it, but uh is it the solo wheel guy? That, I get it. No, honestly, no. because that would be way too like on the OTN. yeah on the OTN and on the note what what was the what's Ryan Fluffernutter what was that guy <laughs> who the, Vander some shit uh he's the guy that worked at Lyft and Uber no uh, no, no, no 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 the the guy who the the paraplegic um, oh yeah he had a dumb a watchmaker Stephen Farfler Farfler he <laughs> says not that bad Fluffernutter yeah, was pretty close I, I like yeah. that Farfler. All right, let's bring it home here. I am, uh, I am Kyle. Thank you for coming to the boardroom. <laughs> What's um, up, Kyle? Great start. So my my topic, I just called the document car brain. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Long time listeners. So fucking stupid. <laughs> I was gonna call it cargo burr, but I figured car brain was <laughs> more concise. <laughs> You're you're right. <laughs> I want you to also just real quick before we start. I want you to to note what your name is on Zoom. We have to get that in the in the. <laughs> oh, I just noticed in that. the screenshot. The yeah. Folks, you're gonna have to Barty you're gonna have did. to uh, check the Instagram for uh, that little joke. That is funny. 
I remembered right. I can rename people on Zoom. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Longtime listeners will know that I'm a fan of transit. That probably should have gone first. Uh, <laughs> trains and most thing to do with getting people out of their cars. Uh, living in the USA, that severely limits my options of places to live where I'm not required to have a car. The, mm. the East Coast, as the oldest part of the country, is undeniably the best at this. Most major cities boast high quality, by U.S. standards, heavy rail systems that millions rely on every day. These systems are part oh what? <laughs> Not you. Using using the, the parlance heavy rail. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, these systems are part of what makes living in these cities so desirable, but unfortunately that means these systems are only accessible to those willing and able to live in places like NYC, WDC, or Chicago. Mm. That's Washington, D.C. It is um, kind of stupid that LA doesn't have it, right? I mean, like they do. the amount of people that are they they hardly have it. They have a literal underground subway. Yeah, but it's very limited. It's like from the beach to downtown. That's sort of a problem with all American transit. Even where yeah. you are? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well then never commuter. Mind. Fuck focus. downtown. No one likes to go downtown. <laughs> Fuck that. Correct. Anyway. The rest of the population of the greatest country in the world is subjected to sitting in traffic, paying for gas and car insurance, and relying on what is empirically the most dangerous way to get around. Most Americans are only exposed to robust public transit and the walkable transit-oriented communities that spring up around them in two main places in life. Those two places are college campuses and Disney parks. Huh. College is often, for many people, the only time that they live within a safe walking distance to a place to eat, shop, and socialize. Disney parks are famous for things like their monorail, the shuttle buses, and walking accessible shops and restaurants. People look back on these times as some of the best in their lives, while not realizing that a lack of car dependency, or lack of any cars at all in the case of Disney, is what makes these places even possible. But the Disney parks have a little ode to the auto industry's active suppression of mass transit that we're going to cover today. They're a little in the uh, in the pockets of of the big wigs. We'll get into of Detroit. That. So oh, yeah, what do you think Ford's middle name is? Disney. Mickey. <laughs> hey, we'll get into that. Uh, uh, I just want to say it's a fun thing about this podcast. Also, is to see. Each of us be like making points that everyone else is like nodding and going uh huh to while we're looking at another screen yeah. or something, reading <laughs> off phone. a PowerPoint, <laughs> yeah, uh, lo- reading off your phone. Yeah, <laughs> just also, I feel fun. like Kyle, you've had this written for like three years now. <laughs> just so happens yeah. that you can talk about it. It's literally like Kyle's that. like, oh, I can, I guess I can retool my manifesto. <laughs> yeah, into a, uh, <laughs> I'll take some of the middle section out. Uh, but now we're yeah. actually entering my topic, so that was truly just manifesto. What a pre- Preamble. Now, uh, like Jordan, let's take a trip on a Queensbound <laughs> 7 train. Nice. On he a Queensbound 7 toy. train in 1964. He pushed his wood blocks uh, away <laughs> so he could reach his toy train. <laughs> They're spelling out cat. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we have to hit on another boardroom uh, favorite here the World's Fair. 
1964, the World's Fair had descended on the Big Apple, and people are all buzzing, talking about this shiny earth fountain, <laughs> how easy it was to get there on the train, and this fancy new Ford Skyway attraction. Like the Elon Musk Hyperloop in Las Vegas, this was being billed as private industry revolutionizing the transportation of the future. When in reality, it was simply a heavy-handed marketing scheme for the new line of automobiles. The cars ran on a guided track, and those in the Disney parks that saw this saw a great way to shuttle people around their massive parks and were hoping Mm. to go into a, a partnership with the company that brought this to the public eye. Not wanting to encourage people to share space, travel together, or really get any of the full benefits of good public transit, and knowing full well they couldn't just give every attendant in the Disney park a vehicle to drive around, the auto industry wanted to affect change from the inside. And that's exactly what they did when Disney pitched the idea of the people mover. The poover. The poover. (laughs) Uh, A simple enough design seen in airports airports around the country simply shuttling people from one point to another. This is not a high-level transit system, but rather an added convenience for covering distances of little over a mile. By the 1960s... Perfect for a Lime scooter. Exactly. Honestly, you ever notice that people love naming shit? They could just call it a shuttle everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) But that's okay. But they gotta call it a... (laughs) Well, it's, it's the Magic Kingdom, so it has to be fanciful. I guess true. Yeah, Jordan. Um, what the fuck? Sorry, I'm That's, an idiot. You're so silly. <laughs> By the 1960s, we knew at least two tenets of public transit to be true. One, capacity is king. And two, steel wheels are superior to rubber tires. I could Jordan, you, you say that, that every day. We, we, all, Honestly, we all be saying that every day. Brush my teeth that shit. <laughs> we, we, we're actually, we, between the three of us, have that tattooed... Like we each yeah. have like a I section have wheels of that on sentence. my ass, and I have the yeah. word "and," so I just stand between <laughs> them. Uh, <laughs> capacity and steel wheels were the two things the auto industry vehemently objected to. So naturally, those were the first to go. During the seemingly endless onslaught of meetings around the PM's design, the representatives from several automakers suggested that. Maybe guests would be happier if they were in a private train car, separate from the other families. And it would probably be an easier transition for them if the trains uh, sported rubber tires and maybe body shapes that kind of just already looked like cars. Mm, Sure. And And maybe if it got AM radio. Perhaps. Yeah, I was going to say, you want a fucking massage and a (laughs) pina colada too, pussy? (laughs) Just get on there and go where you're going. Get on the fucking subway now. I was going to say, cry about it. You're going somewhere. (laughs) Get it there. (laughs) In in a flippant disregard. Jordan has a gun to their head. (laughs) What? Get on the fucking people mover now. (laughs) Get on the the pooper immediately. have a wonderful time at the Magic Kingdom. (laughs) Welcome to this world. Um, It's just so hard to pull the trigger with those big Mickey Mouse gloves. Okay, continue. (laughs) In a flippant disregard for the main things that make transit actually work, Small, single-family vehicles were chosen, and from the day that deal was penned in the summer of 1970, the PM's fate was sealed. Dude. Damn. Citing long wait times because of the slow onboarding-offboarding. Oh, and Jesus Christ. They got to get a fast pass to get on the shuttle now? <laughs> and, and, you got to have a whole thing about that. Citing long wait times and low ridership because of these long waits. 
the PM was closed after the 1975 busy season in favor of the new famous monorail system. A a monorail is also a less than ideal public transit solution, but compared to the epic fail of the PM, (laughs) it was a drastic (laughs) improvement. Uh, This is my final paragraph. Of the topic or of the intro? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to just wrap up real quick, then I'm going to get to my topic. Then I'm going to get to the shit. Yeah. I promise. (laughs) The auto industry has done a fantastic job of convincing over half the country that public transit can't possibly work in America or that it's unsafe. They killed the streetcar at the turn of the last century and have been stacking nothing but W's for the past hundred years. They even managed to build a transit system so purposefully bad at the happiest place on earth that millions of people probably left there vowing to never take transit again. Cars are good tools when they are necessary, but right now the majority of this country is simply a captive consumer base and many can't even conceive of a life without a car. I mean, you're I'm not Kyle Grandillo and I approve fuck. this message. <laughs> wow. RIP the people mover. So my question, uh, you said it was replaced by the monorail? Yes. Okay. Um, really sorry. What's what's like the, like, give me like this cliff notes. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, this was individual cars just on a guided track. And the Disney yeah. monorail is like a real monorail. Oh, that like has large trains that like, again, you have to share space with other people that aren't in your party. And like you can move a thousand people in one load. So it was like a fucking train. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that sounds. Have you ever seen The Simpsons? Yeah, exactly. Written by Conan O'Brien. That seems so much better than the people mover. That sounds like the people mover is like obvi- I mean obviously it was a novelty but like it sounds like a dumb thing but they exist in airports still like in Den- we took the one in Denver what about oh, it they're like they're yeah. trains they're like just the trains that will shuttle you from like terminal oh, to terminal Dallas, or like have, yeah, yeah Dallas yeah. has one I think the Houston airport has Orlando one. has one there you yeah. go yeah yeah huh People right near them. Disney World wow speaking of hell yeah all right wow. well let's go through it What'd you do, Wyatt? I did the knowledge of London cabbie drivers. I did new transit or micromobility. And I did the people mover, RIP. I think yours two were real. I think that uh, Wyatt, I think yours was fake and I think Kyle's was real. I'm going to say I think both of yours were fake. Jordan's I'm in between on, but Wyatt's I'm pretty sure it's fake. Mine was real. Fuck. So at least a 50% chance I got that wrong. How fucking weird is that? That is fucking weird. Mine is real. Fuck. All right. Well. One point. Mine's fake. No. The people mover still very much exists at Disney. And I was uh, going to say, okay. They they did try to get a partnership with Ford, but Ford didn't want to because they hate public transit and they don't want people (laughs) taking public transit or promoting it in any way holy shit but yeah they didn't they didn't have some big conspiracy car spiracy okay car (laughs) all right so i got zero kyle you got zero i got got one point man well congratulations dog takes a steal with or takes an f with one point right good job dude 
Um, well, you know, it's just nice to be on top. And I've had a little I bit bet. of a streak, and that feels very good. Good job. Have you? Like, I feel like, did you maybe win the last one? I think that's what I mean by a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, got to start. Every streak's got to start There's two somewhere. points to a line, I guess. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. All right, word. That was a fun one. I feel like I learned. I feel like I learned something. So yours was fucking fake, Kyle. Yeah, mine was fake. The people mover still exists at Disney and is also still a thing in airports. That part was real. Word. That Just, makes sense. I was. I thought. I thought I remembered hearing that, and then I like got back to the YouTube video that I watched, and it literally. I thought it was this big conspiracy. Like I thought that was real, and then I watched the video, and like the mention of the Ford Motor Company was like five seconds it was like they wanted to partner with ford but they didn't want to because they don't like transit moving on to more about people movers it was like i was like oh do they not have a monorail at disney world they do i think that's a pretty famous attraction okay okay i was citing that i was trying to use that to like build strength in the i was gonna say yeah you know what i mean that's what fooled me yeah no that's fair yeah because i know also uh when i was doing my thing on disneyland uh, about how they built that in a year they also had an attraction called like the in the world of tomorrow or whatever mm-hmm. like the this attraction that was like about um like just a bunch of cars going around in a big circle and it's supposed to be like this is what you have to look forward to with the invention of the highway system God and everyone kind of was like this is a little bleak yeah, but like ah. the money that had been spent on that was like the same money that was being spent to build the highway system, essentially. Yeah. So they're like, well, you know, it's already going to go. <laughs> well, have you wow. seen that? So, like, yeah. I think they I think they straight up like it was called Futurama and it was like a a yes. model future city. And it's like the roads are just like in between buildings and like a downtown. The roads are just massive streets and all the sidewalks are like elevated bridges. And I'm like, right. that sounds fucking awful to be like yeah. a ten foot fall away from speeding cars and traffic. It sounds it's like, like a subway, dude. No, it's not. <laughs> you could fall and hurt yourself. Ouch. You, yeah. you can really actually hurt yourself out there. You really do. They, they do be needing some platform screen doors. Look That's at that. What I'm saying. People movers typically have those. It's a dumb title too, people mover. I think it's a pretty layman's term, but like it is, I think I it's 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 lame kind of nice. term. The lay it's a lame man's turn. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh what do you guys got? Anything any music that's actually coming up? Not active. I'm just working on shit, but nothing docked yet. Same. Any shows? No, actually. Mm-hmm. No, not right. Not currently. Any shows you are watching that you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking wow. about maybe trying to find like some open mics to play. I'm not like 100% sold on that. For comedy? No. No, bro. <laughs> um, Do some fucking NYC ride rounds. I, uh, I am watching the Dahmer show. It's good. It's I dark. hear it's bad. And uh, no, it's good. Whoever you heard okay. that from is dumb. And okay. uh, uh, Emmy uh, says she likes it now because I did an episode that was talking about a victim, and she was like, "That's interesting. They don't do that. No, they don't. Mm, but the what's the movie I fucking we Facetimed that I watched? Don't worry, darling. Blonde. No, don't <laughs> worry, darling. Fucking sucked. But Blonde is almost unwatchable. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so it, go watch that. Okay, uh, that's that's Great. what I've got going on. Yeah. What do you What do you guys have to plug? 
I uh, I've got this standard stuff going on. Listen to Perfume Room. Listen to uh, smells good. You know, listen to uh, more after the break. Uh, I'm not going to be at Kane Street Synagogue. I'm going to be at another place what? in Midwood, Brooklyn now. Uh, the the guy Brooklyn, who was Midwood. running that got COVID. Actually, it was last week anyway, so I don't worry Midwood's about it. Midwood's nice. Uh, this, this place looks pretty crazy. That's but anyway. like whenever you're like kind of horny, but not all the way horny. <laughs> it's like a semi-chub. Midwood. It's like when you got a semi Got a raging semi. Listen with your <laughs> eyes to Guilty semi. Dogs videos and... The Duke Dude, just do the outro. Sure, 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 sure. This has been a Guilty Dogs podcast.